You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. They call it social distancing, a concept that some members of The Dan Patrick Show have been practicing for years. Uh, I remember this girl going, gross, get away from me. (laughs) Some members of the show struggle giving people personal space. I think we all need to hug as often as possible during the breaks, after the show, before the show. Never with you, ever. But with recent events, it's important to remember that the Dan Patrick Show is available with no human interaction. None. No. No. So listen on your radio, via podcast, or even YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. A safe place to go. Dan Patrick. Welcome to The Dan Patrick Show. Temporarily not working from home. Or the studio. Basically, what I'm saying is Dan Patrick is off today. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles. In for Dan Patrick. Uh, hey, I want to thank you guys for filling in, too. The reaction has been great. It's Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. It is Chris and Rob, the odd couple. You can catch us right here on Fox Sports Radio, 7 to 10 every night, Monday through Friday, Eastern Time, 4 to 7 Pacific. But this morning... We are in for Dan Patrick, and this is the Dan Patrick Show. We're bringing to you our own personal flavor. Go ahead. I was going to say, and don't adjust your radio volume. (laughs) (laughs) A little more energy coming your way. A little different from what you're used to hearing with Dan and the Danettes. Different doesn't mean it's worse or better. It just means we're different. That's right. uh, Yes, so you can check us out at night, nighttime on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Monday through Friday. And we'll be on right. tonight for people who might be listening, yes. wondering if we're filling in for Dan this morning. Maybe we're taking our show off tonight at 7 p.m., but no, we're not. We'll be on tonight for you as well. That's right. We will be in full effect, so tune in tonight as well. What else you got to do? <laughs> right? Right, Rob? Hey, we're all it, in right. this together. We're it all in this together. It ain't much to do. I've uh, right. cleaned my apartment like a gazillion times, Chris. There's nothing left for me to do. What are you – I, Rob, I went out yesterday. Now, remember, I did the Dan Patrick show yesterday with Doug Gottlieb, and I went out afterwards to the grocery store. And, man, I was so excited. I, 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 I was excited to go to the grocery store. But you hadn't Just been to out, get though, out. right? You hadn't left the house I, in, in how long? Two days ago, I took a walk with oh, my wife okay. and my daughter. But outside of that, I hadn't. That was what Tuesday, Monday, uh, all weekend from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was just in the house, other than like taking out the trash or something like that. I was in the house, so I was excited to get out. I had been thinking about just getting in the car and kind of driving around, you know, just to kind of break up the monotony, which is fine um, if you're in the car by yourself. You could right. have done that, right? Right. I'm surprised a few more people may not be doing that. But um, I went to the grocery store. I don't know how they're doing it in California and other places. But one store I went to, you had to stand in line outside to be admitted into the store. Yeah. Like they're only letting in maybe, I don't know, 25 people at once or something like that. Yeah, we we have that in L.A. uh, because you don't want the store to be too crowded because then you're on top of each other. And then they have all the lines. Did they have the lines uh, taped out to show you to, to yes. stay six feet All away. Kind of around the around yep. the the store, like it was surreal. It was almost like a movie, like one of those you know science fiction movies about 
something's happened and man has destroyed himself or the earth. And you know what I mean? You start all over and people are so different and almost like zombies. Everybody was to themselves. Just about everybody had masks on and nobody was really interacting. You were just doing your own thing. People keeping their distance. It was, it was kind of strange. I think I told you for me, my little every couple of days, I go out and order, carry out some wings from me, the Buffalo Wild Wings, a wing stop, Chris, and I, you know, do the carry out. And my other little thing, little my little joy when I go out and get in the car and just get some fresh air, I'll go get a, a dollar Diet Coke from McDonald's. That's all. That's it. There's nothing else. You know how much I love to go into the stores and yeah, buy yeah. stuff. You are, and, you are a true people person. I am. You know, I love really to be are. around. Yeah. So I know that, I mean, obviously everybody's, you know, bothered by being cooped up in your house. But, yeah, for a person like you uh, who just enjoys the human interaction. You know, I used to have lunch um, with a lot of people all the time. Yeah. You all saw the Instagram, right? Nine, ten yeah. people having lunch together. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, so, um, I'm, you know, I'm here. My family's here, which is nice. We're getting a lot of time together, and that, that's fun and good. Um, so I'm just trying to make the most of it, as, as I'm sure everybody else is. And there are things you can do. You know, so let's, you know, tr- look, let's look at the bright side. The the glass is half full, right? And um, just make the most of it. Do some of those things that you've been wanting to get to. We all have things we've been wanting to get to, Rob, that we haven't had a chance to. Even if it's just watching a movie that you wanted to or, or binge watching a Netflix series or something. Right, that people um, have been talking also, about that you've yeah. never gotten a chance to see. Right. There are other more productive things. Maybe you want to work on a book or, you you know, just get in shape, hit the do some push ups, some sit ups, some jogging in place, whatever it may be. But uh, try to look at the bright side and we're going to do our best to bring a smile to your face and some joy to your heart uh, with our different type of style of uh, sports talk radio. All right, Rob, let's get here. Uh, Cam Newton which is, who is a, a bona fide, wouldn't you say celebrity? No, no there doubt. There are some guys who are Everybody knows him. Everybody, yes. if you say Cam Newton, they might, they, they know he's an athlete, football quarterback, uh, you know, stylish Probably dresser, dresses, right? Yeah, a certain well, way, a little um, stylish for yeah, some people, crazy for others. <laughs> well, I'm just right? saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so he has a high profile, and he used to be Superman every time he touched, scored a touchdown. He'd act right. like he's ripping open his shirt like Superman to show the yes, right? All that stuff. Yep, yep. So there was a story in The Athletic that say, and, and I've said this, I think he makes sense for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. I, only for a year. Now, I don't know if Cam is willing to play on a one-year deal. Uh, kind of, I hate to say it, for a guy of that stature, but it's a prove-it deal because you've been banged up. You've been hurt, and I know he's played most seasons, 14 or 16 games, but he, and this is a credit to his toughness, but in a lot of those seasons, Rob, especially lately, he's played banged up, you know, and he hadn't he hadn't used it as an excuse. He hasn't gone out and sat out because he didn't want to look bad, but he's played banged up, and I I am one of those that wonders, hey, this guy's taking a lot of shots. I think he ran the football more than any quarterback in history. I may be off on that. I'm not saying per year because obviously Lamar Jackson has passed him in that. But 
over the years, he ran the ball, I believe, more than any other quarterback. And he took a lot of shots just from running, but also because he's so big and powerful that they let him, the refs let him take shots, which I don't necessarily think was fair all the time, but they let him take shots that they wouldn't let other quarterbacks take. So I think his body is a little, you know, he's just not quite athletically what he used to be. Um, And so I understand if I were a team, I'd want him on a one-year deal. Let's see what you do. And maybe you can be our guy going forward. But it appears that the Patriots, the Chargers, you know, Miami, Denver, any of these teams you want to throw out that you think need quarterbacks, none of them seem to be interested in Cam Newton, Rob. I don't, again, does he want multiple years? Does he want big money? Or is he willing to play on a one year, 15, 20, well, $20 million contract? I don't know. What do you think is going on with Cam? I'm bothered by it from the standpoint that it just seems a little disrespectful that a guy who won a NFL MVP, and if you remember that magical season, Chris, threw 35 touchdowns, ran for 10. It was yes. unbelievable. They went 15-1 and with the Panthers, went to the Super Bowl. Denver's defense totally, like, shut them down, and it was just lopsided. Denver's defense won that Super Bowl and stopped Cam and uh, – and and I know there were some things that even Cam and afterwards didn't really talk in the press conference. It came off bad afterwards. And if you remember, there was also a play there where the ball came loose and he didn't even go after it. You remember in the right. pile? And people right. frowned on that. And, and I get all that stuff. But even a couple of years later, this is the same guy who in the first half of the season was playing so well. His name was in the, in the conversation. Right, twenty. We're not talking about years ten ago. years ago. A couple years right. ago, in the conversation for uh, being uh, the MVP again. Yep. And then, if no you question. remember his last time, I think the last game he played, Chris, if I remember correctly, and it was a national television game. Uh, and I remember he looked so bad. You remember he could barely throw the football. If you could yep. remember that game, yep. and it was obvious he was hurt. He was still out there trying for his team. He could have easily, most people would have said, dude, I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not healthy. But he still went out there and tried until they finally had, they had to take him out of the game. And now, you know, supposedly I'm just going by the reports. He has a clean bill of health. We know football guys get hurt, but people come back. And for there to be like with all the quarterback jobs that were open, just surprised. And I think it's disrespectful that he's gotten I, – I, I don't know what his demands are, Chris, but I still don't see where people brought him in and then after having that conversation with him, realizing he wants something that we don't have. I don't know. And, and people could tell me – Well, and let's maybe, be honest. I mean, you don't have – teams haven't had a chance. Maybe, now, maybe but, they, they can obviously talk on the phone or Skype But that's what I'm whatever. saying. I'm, I'm yeah, going they haven't about, brought him, been able to bring him in. But I'm talking about from reports, even talking with his agents. They got a lot of business done right. without bringing people in. Teddy Bridgewater got a job. Phillip Rivers was awful last year. He got a job pretty easily uh, because the good old boy, he's familiar with some coaches and their system and, and whatnot. Reich, yeah. You know, and, and, and that stuff. And, and in, in, in um, L.A. with the Chargers, Tyrod Taylor, who at best is a stopgap quarterback, Chris, He's the guy that the Chargers want to go with rather than a guy as accomplished or at least to give it a shot. I'm not saying that Tyrod couldn't be 
the backup, but to give him a chance. You have a great defense in Chicago with the Bears. Instead, you brought in two quarterbacks. You know what they say when you have two quarterbacks? It's like having two girlfriends. Neither one is good enough. That's why you have two. So I just wonder why there hasn't been more buzz about giving him an opportunity if he's healthy to play. I saw some of the video of him working out and how you know he's ready to go. And here's a guy, a proud guy, Chris, who has a lot to prove. Here's a guy who, who you might want because he still wants to uh, reestablish himself. He has something to play for. Sometimes those are the great guys to get as lightning in a bottle for one year. So No, so- I agree. And that's the thing. Now, let me ask you this. Would you, if he's, demand, if he's demanding $30 million a year, multiple years, then I get it, Rob. I, I would not be willing to commit that to Cam Newton. But I would be willing to give him one year at pretty good money. That's you, what Phillip Rivers go got. Beyond I'm, that? I'm just saying, Phillip Rivers got one year, I think, Chris, at 25. I think that's what the deal was. So, yes, I and, understand and, and with that. with Rivers, there is a feeling of he didn't have any protection last year. He's obviously never been mobile. And with Indianapolis in that line, he'll, you know, he threw the ball okay. He almost threw for 5,000 yards. But he also um, threw a so, ton of interceptions. Yeah, he threw a lot of picks. And, but, and, and a lot of them came in the big He was under duress. But, I, but yeah, I'll I mean, say this. I, I, I'll say this. Even in the Phillip Rivers argument, please remind me, I'll wait, on, on the MVP and the trip to the Super Bowl. I'll wait. And, no, but, I mean, and, and here's I the other part. Here's the other nobody's part. Nobody's looking at that Cam won the MVP in 2015. I and, think and, the better argument for Cam is what he did at the beginning of 2018. But here's the other part. He's young, though, Chris. He's not old. If Cam was... Was Philip Rivers or or thirty five or thirty six? I would buy it. Okay, You're a thirty five, thirty six year old quarterback coming off a major injury. I got reservations. He's thirty one years old. See, I, I'm with you to some degree, Rob. I'm with you in that. I think for a lot of these teams, they should take a shot at him. I thought Chicago made a lot of sense. We we both talked about that. I think the Chargers make sense. I think New England, as I said, makes some sense on a one-year deal. Um, But I do get the reservations as well. I know he's 31, or he will be. Is he 31 already, or he will be? Yeah, he he will be 31 in May. Right. Um, But he is banged up. His body is banged up because he's been a guy that's run the football an awful lot. And now he's not going to run it as much, you don't think. And he's never been that accurate. But that's why I go back to 2018. 2018, remember, there was all the talk that he is changing the throwing motion and, and all that stuff. Was it North Turner he was working with? And he completed 68% of his passes. He's a career 59% or almost 60% completion guy. He completed 68% of his throws two years ago. And that's over, including the second half of the season when he struggled mightily. You mentioned it; those first eight games, they were six and two, and he was in the MVP discussion. He was balling, four interceptions, and then he got hurt. That's the argument for me. I and again, I I would still only want him for one year to prove it, but I I don't go back to 2015 because that was a long time ago. But um, I, I think he showed two years ago that. 
even when trying to throw the football primarily, he can he can be effective doing that. So here's the other thing, Rob. I I gotta be honest because you could say, hey, could he be a backup to Lamar Jackson uh, in in Baltimore uh, or some of these other places? I don't see Cam like. If I'm a team, I would not want him as a backup. They mentioned people mentioned Buffalo with Josh Allen. I wouldn't want him as a backup because Cam, here's a few reasons. One, as you said, he is a celebrity. He's a big name. And if if the starter, say it was Josh Allen in Buffalo, has a few bad games, the drum roll from fans, from the media, and I even think cuz Cam is that type of personality, he's a leader, I think a lot of the guys in the locker room would rally around Cam. And then you got this big controversy with Cam Newton. Should we play Cam or stick with our young quarterback? So I wouldn't want him as a backup. Where are you at on that? Well, I mean, there are always controversies and quarterbacks, and that's gone on in the NFL for a long time. And I, I, would, I would take a chance on him to give him a chance. If he's healthy, which they say he is, to be the starter – and I wouldn't be afraid to bring him in either if, if he could give me a chance to win because ultimately that's what the league is about. It's about winning. Right, right. All right. Why can't Cam Newton get a job in the NFL right now? We'll continue the conversation with you next. It is the I Couple, Chris and Rob, and this is the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Rob, you remember that song, The Butt? Of course. Are you kidding? From the movie. That's that's, uh, the movie School Days. Yep, but that's um, that's that go-go music from DC, right? Yes, 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 yes. Love The Butt. Yeah, (laughs) well, the Jungle Brothers, they were rapping. Yeah, yeah, but... uh, the butt that was that was the jam for a while. Great movie too by Spike Lee. No I was doubt in about college. it. Um, you were where? You were, you were. What way year was that? College. Yeah, but you know I'm a little. <laughs> I think it was eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah. You know I was covering uh, nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> I was covering the NBA. I was covering the Knicks in nineteen eighty eight. Wow. Yep. Okay. Unbelievable. All right, we got right, uh, somebody anyway, who wants to chime in, Chris. Let's do that. All right, let's hear what they got to say. And all if right, you want to call in, hit us up at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. All right, let's check in with uh, Sean in Sacramento. You're, uh, it's the Odd Couple in for Dan Patrick on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Sean? And killing it for Dan Patrick, man. What's up with my radio god uncles, man? How y'all doing this morning? Man. What's up, brother? Thank what you, man. What are you doing up so that. early? What, right. what are you doing? I'll tell you what, man. I work for California Department of Public Health. I've been teleworking now for the last three weeks. I'm down 20 pounds. Wow. I done got my bench up to 250, and mostly oh, because wow. the kids in the house are driving me crazy, I bro. Bet. So I'm out here walking <laughs> so the dog early. You got a nice uh, weight room in your house, huh? Man, so my girl had actually bought me a whole bunch of like lifted equipment about two years ago about 20 pounds ago, and so with the whole coronavirus thing, I finally got to putting it together. So, like I was saying, look on the bright side, man. More time with the family, more time to get your body right, right and more time for the odd couple, baby. There you now, go. Now, let me ask you this quickly. 
When your girl gets you some weight equipment, Uh-oh. is, is that a compliment? Is that like, yeah, like, oh, thanks, babe. I'm like, this is great. Or is it her saying, hey, you need to get your stuff together? You know what? <laughs> at first, I was just like, man, look at her looking out for me. She knows I want to get a little stronger and she knows I want to get a little cuter. But once you started making me health shakes and started telling me to put the wings down, come on, baby. You know that's a little offensive now. Right, 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 right. You can't do that the other way. Trust that's right. me. Don't, don't if you go, if you go get her an exercise a, right, play, right. Uh, uh, card for some or gym something. or something, right, she'll be like, what? <laughs> You're in trouble. There's other guys right. that like this thickness, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, baby, that's, it's shade in the summertime and it's warmth in the winter. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, That's right. Anyway, that's right. you know, I, I was listening to y'all earlier. I had to clap back. Y'all said the Sacramento Kings got no championships? Y'all better kiss the ring, 2014 Summer League champions, you feel me? Oh, but, look um, at you. Yeah, all right. That's, <laughs> that, that just proves our answer is correct. Sacramento Kings. I'm not going to say they're the worst, but that that's – y'all had that little run, but y'all didn't capitalize. Yeah, I mean – And, and hey, it was a little hey. foul play, too. We, we yeah, can go back to, to that. Say, you better, Tim y'all Donaghy. better read up on Tim Donahue. Y'all know yeah, what happened to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some foul play. Give us your cam take. So, anyway, my take with Cam is that uh, I just feel like he gets in his own damn way. This guy, I mean, he's not a, he's not a locker room problem. He doesn't have any off-the-field issues, but he's just such a diva, man. At the quarterback position, you can't come in there and try to steal all the shine. But there's one place where I think he should land, man, and that's the L.A. Rams. If any city would embrace a guy like Cam, it would be, it would be L.A. And on top of all that, Jared Goff has a, one of the most terrible contracts in football history, and I think he's on his way out. What do you all think? The Rams make sense to me. I, I brought it I, – I mean, uh, uh, I thought the, the Chargers more so because they need a guy right away. The Rams, I don't think that after signing that contract with Jared Goff that they're looking to replace him. Even though he had a, an off year last year, Chris, I, yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. Least, you're, you're giving him at least one more year to see what he – right? To see – One it, or you two. Know, what I, you can, yeah, yeah. They're locked in with that. To see what he can do. And, again, if I'm a team, I'm not giving up a young quarterback in Jared Goff who has played well at times. I mean, more than at times, right? He had a great season a few years ago. The year that they went to the Super Bowl, they had the fifth greatest offense in the history of the NFL. He's an author of that. You can't take that away from him. I'm not giving that up for a guy that may not be healthy for very long. And, again, that's why any team – I'm looking at Cam on a one-year deal. I might give an option, you know, player or team option for the second year, but I'm definitely looking at him as a one-year guaranteed money. And then if he if he plays well and stays healthy, we can go on from there. But, yeah, I, I that's why I wouldn't do that if I'm the Rams. Yeah, the Rams is in the place. We're talking about places that need a quarterback. They're, they're, that's the thing, Chris. It's not like – Everybody, all the quarterback spots were locked down. We saw plenty of movement for quarterbacks, didn't we? This past uh, off season, this off season. So, yeah. so that's that's what's that's what's shocking is like even the uh, Chargers who were in on the Tom Brady. Tom Brady had two offers, one from the Chargers and and one from Tampa Bay. So the uh, the the Chargers were looking to take a, a, an older quarterback, add them to what they have, try to sell some tickets. I, I think that Cam fits into the L.A., the whole L.A. thing. I totally thing. agree. And, and, and gives, and gives him some moxie Taylor. and some – right, and gives him some, some, some cachet. Would you agree? 
Yes, and remember, and 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 I know I rib you about this, and I should because you always try to jump on me about the Browns, but the Chargers, you picked them to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl last year. They didn't make the playoffs. But a year before, remember, they were a very good team. And so they're not, and I know the NFL, you know, you always see teams have great years here and there and then fall off. But they do have weapons. You got good receivers. You got uh, good running backs. They put Cam in there just for a year. If it doesn't work, where are you going with Tyrod Taylor? You're not going home, anywhere with him. You, I mean, home, I guess dinner, they think maybe, maybe a show. Uh, that's about it, <laughs> right? I mean, I guess they think maybe he can get them to the playoffs. But you're not, you're not winning any major playoff games with Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback. So why not try Cam for one year and see what happens with it? I, I, I don't I understand. Now. I don't. I don't understand how that could hurt. I totally agree, especially you, when he's similar to Tyrod, right? So if he got hurt or something, you wouldn't have to change the system or anything like that. But but you're not. But you're not going in, anywhere with Tyrod Taylor. That's right. the part I don't. Where are you going, Chris? Seriously, at are best, you going one playoff game? Uh, have, have you? Will you sell any tickets at the new stadium in no. L.A.? Well, no. That's the, and what are I you agree looking with at? Cam Cam brings some cachet. And you would sell some tickets. Here's what I think will happen with with uh, Cam Rob. I, I I think he's going to sit out and be ready for uh, you know he'll wait till he can get a starting job rather than go somewhere as a backup. But let's bring in our colleague, one of my favorite guys on television, good friend, does a great job on First Things First. I got some crazy takes, which we'll hear from in in a, in a few moments here. But our, our good buddy, Nick Wright. What's up, man? How are you? What's happening? What up? How's it going? <laughs> Hope everyone's family is safe and everyone's doing their best through these really hard times. Thanks for having me on. And, Rob, congrats for you for juicing the votes on the greatest college basketball player of all time <laughs> so that can be as strong as the greatest player of all time in your mind. Good to talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there you go. Nice shot, really, uh, right <laughs> off the bat. Right. Quickly, your family's good. Are the kids, your wife, everybody's good? We're all good, man. We are. The, the only thing that is not good is I am learning I would have made a terrible, and I mean terrible, teacher, especially right. for first graders. But aside from that, we're blessed, man. I, uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I obviously haven't lost any jobs, and we're safe, and New York's a little scary right now, but... Uh, all things considered, we we got nothing to complain about. Good, good. Well, let look. We got we got we can go around the sports world with you, um, but let's start with Cam Newton, who we just were talking about. Um, what do you think will happen with him? First of all, why do you think he's kind of on the outside looking in, and what do you think his future will be? Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm shocked that nobody traded for him and. The argument is, well, if he's not healthy, then you just wasted a fifth-round pick. Teams waste fifth-round picks every single year. Fifth-round picks were created to be wasted by teams. So I the, to get Cam on a one-year $19 million deal, which is what he could have been had at, to me would have been so smart, and I'm shocked nobody did it. I'm truly shocked by it. But now that he's out there, I do think it's going to be tough in this regard. As much as I like Cam, I wouldn't want to sign him to a multi-year deal with a bunch of guaranteed money because I'd want to see if he's healthy. 
But the same team that I thought made the most sense for Tom Brady, to me, clearly makes the most sense for Cam Newton, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers. Anthony Lynn's got to win now to keep his job. They've came a one-year extension. They have excellent weapons on offense. They have two of the singular best defensive players in the entire sport on defense in Derwin James and Joey Bosa. And they, they got to get some star power to get the, you know, the bougie folks in L.A. like you two to care about them. <laughs> and so, I, uh, to me, it checks all the boxes. And teams should operate more decisions from this perspective. What does my opposition hope I don't do? I'm a Chiefs fan. I would be devastated if the Chargers signed Cam Newton. All of a sudden, there's a real competition in the division. So I think that makes the most sense uh, of all the teams. So, Nick, me and you clash a lot on some takes, but I think me and you are on the same page when it comes to Tom Brady. In, in fact, I don't know, did you see the WEEI poll? You're, you're uh, both wrong. Wow. Surprise. We're, we're, Surprise. We're both, we were both mentioned <laughs> as one of the top three haters of Tom Brady. But anyway, explain to me why you think Cam is better than Tom Brady at this point in his career. Well, I mean, he's 13 years younger. Cam, the last time we saw him healthy, the first half of 2018, was playing some of, you could argue, the best football of his career and statistically was on pace for a season only trumped by his MVP year, as opposed to Brady, who is coming off the worst year of his career. Where you and I differ, Rob, on Brady is this. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I think you've got him like 11th or 12th. No, I, I don't have don't him that low. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't think he's good anymore. I, I think he, once upon a time, was the best quarterback in the world. I think that once upon a time, though, is a, we're a few years removed from it. Right now, I think he's an average to below average NFL quarterback. So that's where I'm at with Brady. And I think, listen, it's a line graph that's headed straight down. And I think everyone can see that. Yeah, but Tampa Bay. I bet, I bet, Rob, some wings that Brady leads the Buccaneers to the playoffs. You want some of that action? Yeah, sure. No problem. I absolutely. Right. Now, Rob, keep in mind. Chris Broussard's been so famous and so wealthy for so long. He's got some ownership stake in restaurants nationwide, so he's probably free rolling on this bet. Like but, I, he, he's betting you wings that he in a spot he owns. So you keep know, that and, in mind here. But I, yeah, I'm in on it. And, and Nick, and here's what Chris Chris loves. He's a prisoner of the moment. Last Stop year it. when the Browns got OBJ, he was all in. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to the Super Bowl. Now, he stop was, it. I ain't he was all far. crazy Relax. about the Browns. And here he is. Tampa Bears have made the playoffs in 12 years. And now they're bringing in a guy whose pregame meal consists of sodium-free bacon, uh, decaf coffee, and a chest X-ray. And he has them going to the playoffs. That was a good line. The chest X-ray made me legitimately laugh. You guys have a funny show. I really like uh, this show, by the way. You guys do a great thank job. You. Go ahead. Sorry. Thank you, my man. Let's move to basketball. And uh, yeah. look, you know Rob and I both believe and know that Michael Jordan is the GOAT. But oh, this Jesus. ESPN, and, and I love my former network and all that, but ESPN, this college bracket they did for greatest player of all time in college history, there's no – Michael Jordan's not even in the conversation it's clearly Lou Alcindor, probably Bill Walton after him, 
Tell me your thoughts on, you know, Jordan being named okay. number one and who you think it is if it, if, if it could be anybody other than Al Cinder. Okay, so l- let me do it in reverse order. First of all, it is obviously Lou Alcindor. He played three years. All three years, he won Player of the Year. All three years, he won a national championship. All three years, he won Final Four MVP. He lost two games by a combined four points in his whole career. He's the best. Now, the next three, in some order or another, are Bill Walton, Bill Russell, and Oscar Robertson. We could argue about the order on those, but that's your Mount Rushmore of college basketball players. The only player, you know, from 1990 on that is even in the room is Christian Leitner. And no no doubt about zennials, it. The, and these damn zennials that didn't even see Jordan play that would vote him the best white American player ever if they had a chance. They'd vote him the <laughs> tallest player in NBA history if they had a chance are doofuses. But I don't blame them. I blame you two and the folks <laughs> like you who just continue. These kids didn't even – I get it if you're, if you're your guy's age and you're tied to your nostalgia of the past, fine. But it's teenagers voting in these things. And they got, they've got nothing but propaganda their whole lives. Listen, Jordan's without question one of the three greatest players of all time. The three greatest three? players of all time. Uh, well, Stop it, just Nick. Wait, a second. wait, wait. I think he's second. But the point I'm making is Kareem, LeBron, and Jordan are, your, are the top three. And people can argue legitimately a case for any of those three. There, there is a legitimate case for any of the three. And there's a legitimate case for any of those three to be second or third. But the problem is that we only look at Jordan through these rose-colored glasses. Nothing was more perfect than earlier this week, there was the anniversary of his double nickel in Madison Square Garden. It was like the 20-something year anniversary. You guys both know the game I'm talking about, correct? Yep, I watched it, this, this, I watched it when it was on again, yep. Okay, here's the problem with that game, though, Chris and Rob. I, I've been told that year didn't happen. That would mean, wait, he was back, so they won the title that year? No, they didn't. Oh, so he lost in the playoffs during the run. No, that never happened. He would have won eight straight. He retired for two years. So how did that 55-point game happen? Was there a black hole? Was there a time loop? Oh, oh, what happened was he was good enough to score 55 a couple weeks out of baseball, but out of shape enough to lose in the second round to the Magic, or maybe the Magic were just better. I don't know, but you guys don't allow that conversation to happen. You guys don't I'll, allow LeBron. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I love how you've turned this into a LeBron is better than Jordan point. Well, look, you knew that was coming. That that shows Nick that Michael Jordan could get off the couch, come off the diamond, hadn't picked up a basketball in a year and a half, and five games in, he drops fifty five on the best defensive team in the league. And he wasn't lose to Nick Anderson. Because they were uh, – he was out of shape. He, he wasn't, only he wasn't ready for that. Oh, but, but, you know but, what you sound like? You know what you sound like right now? The the Warrior fans in the 2016 playoffs that when Steph comes back from his injury, sets an all-time record for points in overtime in his first game back from injury and fellows to the crowd, I'm back, it's Steph's back. And then in the finals, <laughs> when he gets swallowed alive, it's Steph's hurt. And then when he makes a shot, oh, he's back. And then it's, oh, he's hurt. And then it's, oh, the game's rigged for ratings or money. Oh, I'm sorry. That was his wife who said that, not fans. And so, I like, again, <laughs> you got to pick a lane here, fellas. And so, the yeah, but listen, 
I'm Jordan. I'm sure Rob would vote him the greatest minor league baseball player <laughs> ever because not. this is what the Jordan stick of fans do. And and Nick, I'm, my last word to you is LeBron James is not the goat. He's the fofote. Finals failure of all time. He's lost more finals than any other former Listen, MVP Rob, it's such ever. A great point. It's such a great point, uh, and I, I, it, it's nuanced. It's well thought out, and it would have been better for LeBron instead of at 22 years old to drop 48 points, including 25 straight, to get to the NBA Finals against Detroit. It would have been better if he'd scored no points and lost. Take if one you final, get there, you could win. It would have been better. It would have been better for LeBron. Nick, had he if, won if that Lube, game, if, mm-hmm. Nick, mm-hmm. had they won the Finals, would you count it? Yeah, Rob. Okay, listen, you would have counted I it, would, right? I would hate to be I would hate to, like, if, if, to be a, a, a child of Rob Parker and I make the Olympics. And I come home, it's like, hey, how'd you do? And it's like, I got the silver medal. And he's like, oh, the real winners either got no medals or gold. Throw the silvers and bronze in the trash. <laughs> it's such nonsense. No we, one we, can we, actually we... believe you, you get penalized for advancing in the playoffs. Rob, the argument you're making is that LeBron would have been better off having only made three finals ever if he made them in 12, 13, and 16. And every other year – if he would have lost earlier, that in 09 it was good that he lost the Orlando Magic. It's asinine. It's a terrible argument. You've been making it for a decade. I think you've tricked yourself into believing it, but it's horrible. It's really the on worst. On that argument. note, on that, we will have you on again, yes. uh, Nick, because clearly we can go at it for three hours with you. So uh, we appreciate the time, man. You're doing Stay a great safe. job on First Things First. Stay safe with the family, man. We'll talk soon. You guys as well. Miss you guys. Thanks for giving me the platform. Talk to you soon. All right. All right, my man. Peace. The NBA is said to be determined, quote unquote, to finish the season. And they absolutely should be. I'll explain why next. It's the I couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker in for Dan Patrick. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Let's go quickly here, Rob. There was an interesting story in the New York Post about how the NBA is determined, I mean determined, to finish out some form of this season. And I, I was talking to somebody in the league office earlier this week and same thing. I mean, they they really are um, intent on getting through this season because so much money could be lost if they don't. Uh, and and the article in the New York Post said that the league is considering three game series plural throughout a truncated postseason. So, you know, let's say every round, first, second, conference finals, and the finals was three games, or even if you go five games for the finals. Um, how would you feel about that? Like, I mean, I think we'd all be excited to see NBA basketball and to have some type of conclusion to the season and some type of playoffs. But do you think, like, would you look down on that title? Like, I got to be honest. If, let's say LeBron and the Lakers won that, I could see 
people like you and Skip Bayless and those of your ilk. You mean smart guys who know the it, game it, it, and have covered it for saying, a long no, time? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I've been covering the I'm, NBA since I think, 1987. I think, I think listeners know what I'm saying. But I could see you guys belittling that title if LeBron were to win it and basically being like, it's not, he didn't win a fourth ring. It didn't count. There's an asterisk, whatever. How would you, I'm asking you, how would you, what would your view be? Whether it, it was it, LeBron or anybody, but. It would be tainted and people wouldn't, I don't know if they would fully recognize it. I get the NBA. They're trying desperately, Chris. It's been an awful financial year with the with the China situation that happened. Right. You know, the, the beginning, right? Daryl Morey. Losing money, Daryl Morey, Morey and, uh, all the stuff that went on, so I get that part. Uh, so, yes, they want to try to do whatever they can and don't want to lose an entire season because it's going to affect their bottom line and their business. So I get that part. But you don't want to, you don't want to get to the point where you jeopardize or bastardize, Chris, your league and, and, and a championship and the way people look upon it. It's very important. You know, that stuff matters. You just can't be fly-by-night because you want to collect a check. You want to keep some things in, in perspective, make people want to believe in that that championship is legit, not have any question. All that stuff is very important as you go forward. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I get the NBA. I get the fi- financial ramifications. But, but hold fast and, and make sure your legacy and your league is not compromised. And that's what I think the league can do by doing – fly-by-night ideas just to get games on. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. I, I agree. I mean, I've – to have three three-game series, and, and, and maybe even four, if they didn't make the finals, at least five, uh, it's different. I, I think initially – I think there'd be a celebration because obviously everybody's playing under the same rules. So it's not like LeBron or whoever wins would have had an advantage – uh, but you're right. You, you, there's no denying it would be different. And I think initially there might be some people that poo-pooed it and that were critical of it and didn't look at it the same way and kind of put a mental asterisk by it. But I think going forward, I think as time went on, I don't think people would feel that way. I think as time went on and we got further and further away from it, people would view it as just if it were LeBron, his fourth title, or if it's Kawhi, his third title, um, you know, I, you know, legitimately. So I think in time it'll be fine, but initially I, I do think there probably could be some type of mental asterisk by people's, in people's minds about that. Yeah, But I think I just, the, the important thing is we got to recognize nobody would have had an advantage. It just, you know, it just no, was it just, what it was. Right, it just wasn't feel right. That, I just think that's what it's more about, and you you want to make sure you protect the league's integrity, bottom line. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. I do think they need to play some type of regular season if it's only five to seven games just to get guys in shape because the quality of play is going to be bad coming right off this a lockdown. All right, an hour left with Chris and Rob, the Eye Couple in for the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 